Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and may the beer be ever in your favor. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we are the Drunk Guys, and this week we are reading The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins, and starting with this beer called Ripe for the Picking by Gunhill Brewing Company. We may have had this before, I don't remember. I have no idea. It's impossible to know. <laughs> just, just, there it just happens to be one... Excel spreadsheet somewhere that would tell us that information. If only we knew how to get to it. That I have opened already, <laughs> but we're still not going to look. I think we did it for uh, maybe one of the short stories. This is a fruited sour India pale ale with apricot and passion fruit. I'm pretty sure we said that. I remember telling the story of buying this because it was a four pack and these are 16 ounce cans for five bucks. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we definitely did that. Yeah, yeah, we definitely did that. Yes, I remember this beer. But I have no idea what it tastes like anymore. That was a million beers ago. Into the future. You know what? I dig it. It's all right. It's, it's a sour, but I do like it. We are recording this on a hot day, which may be seasonally or unseasonally hot, depending on when this episode comes out. This is quite refreshing on a bowls hot day. Yeah. It's nice. You do get the fruity flavor. Uh, definitely get the passion fruit. Apricot just kind of tastes like peach, right? I mean, it's, it's a fancy peach. It's a peach that went to prep school, is the joke that I made last time we did yes. this beer. Oh, okay. Yeah. You have a good memory. Peter uh, helps the memory. Yeah. I read that somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that also sounds correct. Okay, so The Hunger Games. Uh, the most famous book in the world. Pretty darn famous book. Came out about 10 years ago? 12 about years that. ago? Like mid, mid to late aughts? 2009, yeah. 10, yeah. something yeah. like that. At least. Uh, part I of mean, a trilogy. Yeah. And there are, uh, is it a sequel book or a sequel trilogy? There's some sort of sequel coming out soon. What? It's really? a sequel yeah. or a prequel, or prequel has mean, basically yeah. been announced that it's going to be published. Oh. It already has a movie deal, so there well, will be another movie. So yeah, they took, unless there isn't, you know, that is true of making all things. movies <laughs> falls through. But I, I have a feeling this one would get yeah greenlit pretty quickly and mm-hmm. and fast tracked because you know the first the first three probably made a billion dollars. Oh, yeah, it's for war. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Probably made a billion dollars at the box office. Which it seems like every movie now makes a billion dollars at the box office. Yeah, but there are only four movies. That's true. <laughs> and they're all by Marvel. Yeah. So it uh, takes place in the dystopian future. It's a young adult novel in, uh, was it Pan Am? Panem. 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 I didn't have not I saw the first movie and maybe, you know, when it came out. I don't really remember the better yeah, pronounce of these words. That's however we want to say it. Like, this, this is the book that made teenage, that made like dystopia, teenage young adult dystopia into a thing. You know, first it was, vamp- before this it was vampires. Right, and then this came out, and then they stopped making vampire. Oh yeah, young adult, and, and then everything to dystopia. After that, we're like the fucking what was it? Um, Maze, the Runner, Maze Runner, yeah, and the, and the uh, was that a one like Divergent? Divergent, that's what I remember. Um, Did not read any of those, uh, nor should you. Yet we may. Yet I think right. some of those were made in the movies actually, but uh, I have seen the Maze Runner movies, or two of them, and I've seen two of the Virgins. I I know they have nothing. I don't to do remember each other, what they I, vaguely. I remember vaguely what they were. Uh, I remember uh, seeing the Maze Runner. I was like, is that somehow related to the Kite Runner? I'm like, that's not even close. Uh, which I didn't read that either. But this is not what I expected. It's like a prequel. It's like we get so good at kites. <laughs> promoted to mazes. You have to run the kite through a maze. Oh, yeah. It's, it's advanced kiting. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's true. This is like an important young adult novel in the sense, I mean, in history, when we look back and say this is a great work of literature, debatable. Um, no. But no. Uh, but it's certainly important in terms of like, sales and the direction that the genre of young adult or the, I don't know if genre is the right word. The, it's a genre. Well, YA is bigger than a genre. Market like, segment. <laughs> that's probably, yeah, I that's guess. A, yeah. It is, it's a big genre with genres inside of it. Sure. But it's, um, it's probably like the biggest selling 
segment of book sales, I'd imagine, are these young adult novels. There have to be right up there. They're, they're, they're up there, yeah. Uh, the what's, big, the what's, big hits. I mean, Harry Potter. Sure. They're like one of the biggest, one of the biggest of all time. It's certainly the biggest YA book. Yeah. By far. You know, think of like the biggest bestsellers that come out. Like when a big hyped up YA book comes out and it sells, you know, three million copies in the first week. Mm-hmm. And then compare it to like, I don't know, something that won the Pulitzer for fiction. 12. Or the man booker sells, you know, 12,000 copies that week. You're like, ooh, yeah. no, it's, it's just not even close. So it takes place in Panem, which I like to pronounce Panem in my head because I wanted to think the airline came back and took over yeah. everything. Panem. Yeah. Uh, that, that's likely. It's, 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 it didn't, as, it as didn't say that it didn't else happen. It would be a dystopia. Yeah. <laughs> the shitty airline comes back and takes over We're the world. back. No in-flight meals. The Hunger Games. <laughs> or, yeah, so, or meals. <laughs> so it's a dystopian future where United States has like... Descended in, into it, civil, it, it into ended. like a, yeah, ended. Ended. you know what? It felt actually a lot like um, Handmaid's Tale, sort of like the little like kind American of. breaking up civil war kind of thing. Felt and like, then, oh, they took the very basic concept in the background of Handmaid's Tale and then Handmaid's made a whole new story. Like you were, they only had, they didn't really explain the rest of the country. They really only they had didn't know. just the Northeast and they weren't even sure if like the rest like, of the country existed Gideon or what happened Montana, there. Gilead. Uh, Gilead. Gilead. Yeah. Anyway, and so there were like, I just want to get back at the end, we should talk about how many different side spy dystopian things clearly influenced this book. Yeah. Because reading through it, there's like a million things. Well, like, oh, that's there's clearly like, from this. That's every, mm-hmm. Everyone was on about uh, Battle Royale. Oh, yeah. It was like, oh, this is just a rip off of Battle Royale. Like, yeah, it's kind of. So Battle Royale with a little bit of Harry Potter concept. and some 1984. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so set up the world for his name. All right. So there's this where there's sort of a United States, but like kind of not really. And then uh, the United States, uh, the country, which is now called Panem, is sort of split up into different districts. And there are 12 districts. And each district kind of has like a thing it does. And some are bigger than others. And our protagonist, Katniss. Listen, District 12? District 12, that's right. Which is the coal mining district. Still the shittiest part of America. Yes, so it's clearly <laughs> um, the West Virginia. She said, it, she said it's like what used to be called Appalachia or whatever. So, Well, it's, you know, for all the people who are concerned about um, Trump bringing about the apocalypse... And Armageddon, at least he clearly kept the promise of bringing coal jobs back. Because I think he did. Except he didn't. <laughs> well, in the future, right. he gets there. he's playing a long out. game. <laughs> yeah, he's like, listen, I'm going to destroy everything, but coal miners, you're going to still work. Right. Yes. That's mm-hmm. one thing I did not get about this book is they have fucking airships and like hover jets, and they still use coal. Like yeah. for what? This is the future. That's true. Mm. They have clean coal. Is it just clean biz- coal. Oh, yes. They clean it. That's why they're always so dirty, because they're cleaning the coal. Yes, that's right. That makes more sense. Because that's how it works for everything else. Like when Thank they clean you for explaining it to me. I, I, was, I was confused about that, but now I am enlightened. You're yeah, right. That yeah, doesn't, a, doesn't make sense. That's a good point. Good point. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. Just busy work. But what else do you do with that region of the United States, then? Burn it. Just burn it. Or so move you, them somewhere else. There's, there's not that many people there. It's like the smallest one. Everyone's starving. I want to say at one point, Katniss a- says that the entire population of the town, and I think the whole district, is like 8,000 people. Yeah, it's almost nothing. And everyone's Still more like- coal miners than there are today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a 13th district, but, but it unlucky, got so nuked it. to oblivion or something. Oh, right, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. They, they, re- they rebelled, so it's like a wasteland. Well, the whole thing rebelled, but they were like the ones in charge of it. And they are the ones that got fucked up the most. And yeah. everybody else was like... Chernobyled. And that, and that is the basis for the games... Because they rebelled against the capital. Which is in, like, Boulder, Colorado or somewhere, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's in the mountains, you know, high above things, so it's probably Colorado. I felt like Colorado. Yeah. There are a lot of high people. and People with dyed skin. Yeah. There's some weird shit there. But they're, they're, they're not just any games. They're the Hunger Games. 
Mm. And you every know day, every year is a giant pie eating contest. <laughs> <laughs> that would be better. Everyone eats themselves to death. <laughs> so did, did, we're going to have our own uh, beer themed Hunger Games. Speaking of pie eating contests, <laughs> let's have a beer. Well, because we, we have a lot to go to. Yeah. Yeah. Here, uh, we can we can explain the reasoning for the first one later. But yeah, we have we a should. lot of beer and not much plot. Okay, so well, here's our first hunger inspired beer. This is Decadent Ales. Pecan pie, double IPA made with, I don't know, pecans and sugar probably. Or that's pecan if you're a dick. Yes. Pecan. If you're a pecant, that's how you say it. Are you a pecan or a pecant? There was a dogfish head beer years ago called Wrath of Pecan. <laughs> but, that, in that way, it's okay to pronounce but, it. But they couldn't, but because it didn't actually use pecans, it used the pecan wood. They weren't allowed to call it that on the label. I feel like you can call beer whatever the fuck you want. No, you can't. There's a like weird limits on what if you can put on the If there is food label. in it, you have to put. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, so they had to call it Wrath of Pecant because they pecant to do it. Well, same similar thing. Um, when Brewdog made Tokyo and they put it out in the United States, they had to change the spelling because it wasn't made in Tokyo. So the they're like, you can't call it that. It's not from Tokyo. You have to name it like T O. So it was a T O K I O. Like that stupid band. I don't know that band, but they sound stupid already. Tokyo Hotel. So they're all white and they have weird hair. <laughs> this is a double India pale ale with pecans and maple syrup added. Ooh, you could taste you can that. really taste it. It is really does taste like pecan pie. The goddamn pie in a can here. Holy shit! Decadent nails. We talked about this before. When they do the dessert beers, well, I guess they really their name it. is decadent. This is I really feel like good. they shouldn't make anything else. They do make other things. Like there's here's just a double IPA. Well, they're like, wasting their fucking time. I agree. I agree. This is fantastic. This is excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just watched Waitress for the first time like two days ago, and I hadn't had any pie since then, so this is really, this is really working <laughs> for me. The whole movie is just her making really elaborate, incredible-looking pies, and I was like, man, I could eat a pie right now. <laughs> and now I have this, so uh, dream fulfilled, gentlemen. As close as you're going to get. <laughs> uh, I think that there, uh, well, there might be some other pastry-inspired things coming our way. So the book opens and introduces us to this world, and you know, throughout the course of the book, and I imagine the rest of the series, which I have not read. I think Nate has. I did, yeah. I have read all of them. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, so I'm just pretty, you can tell me if I'm right or I wrong. Mean, it's been like, this yeah. was the, I reread this, but it has been almost 10 years. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you get more of the world and understand more of its history, I'm sure. And more it's of like, the details. It's like Harry Potter. Hunger Games. Yeah. It's like Harry Potter where it, become, it becomes a lot more mature as the series goes on, even though it's only three books. Oh, man. But the tone changes dramatically. That's impressive because this one features children braining each other with rocks, so I can't imagine much more mature. There are adults killing each other than the old ones. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so it's literally more mature. Children snuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... So, all right, so the, the District 12 is, like, really, really poor to the point where Katniss has to go out and hunt. Oh, yeah, by the way, her father's dead. Her mother is, like... Catatonic. So Katniss is the oldest. You know, Katniss has to basically take care of she's her mother and 16. younger sister. Yeah, she's sixteen. She goes out and hunts. And she's very right. hairy from every description they give of her. She got a lot of hair on her body when they like clean her layers. Like they removed all the hair of my body. It took a long time. Like all right, jeez, kid. <laughs> well, they don't. They don't have time for you know. She could be luxuries. Greek. She could be Greek. <laughs> I mean, they, come, they talk about her. Greek they talk about her. Uh, her olive skin and her dark hair. Mm. Though in the movies, she's you know. Jennifer Lawrence, so people were like, she's not, she's not olive enough. Hashtag not my Katniss. Yes. Anyway, so she's really good at hunting, and she, li- she supports the family by uh, literally going out into the woods and hunting and, like, killing squirrels and other things, and then occasionally sometimes a big gr- animal. Sometimes a bigger animal, like a deer. Uh, anyway, they either a sell drifter. it. They sell it on the black market. 
uh, called the hob or you know and then or they just take it home and it, they eat it and that's kind of how she supports the family she's kick ass with a bow and arrow she's very good yes hunting and kind of stuff like that and, and tracking and being being quiet in the woods and her like hunting buddy gail is gail but he's spelled very, wrong. He's comfortable with his masculinity, even though he has a, the name of a 52-year-old woman who works in HR. <laughs> <laughs> but spelled like the wind. Because mm, he is very gassy. He's very, <laughs> he constantly scares away the deer. <laughs> oh, dear. Is that you, Gail? <laughs> anyway, he's... Oh, there must be a bear nearby. <laughs> <laughs> I heard they smell like, uh, they smell like that sometimes. <laughs> They're marking their territory. We should be on our guard. I think that bear was eating broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> that bear had spicy food last night. <laughs> that bear's going to be sitting uncomfortably for a little while after that one. <laughs> no, so Gail is tall and strong, and Katniss feels so tingly. She's, in her she's, kind, she's kind of asexual, though. She's kind of a major plot point of the whole trilogy is: will she choose Gail or will she choose Peta, who we haven't talked about yet? Well, he's named after a bread, and it's called the Hunger Games. No, no, so. no he's, he's just—he's from Boston. Oh, <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm Peta. <laughs> See the Sox game. All right, so that's the big... It's pretty obvious, reading this as a 32-year-old man, from the beginning, this is going to be an issue. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I imagine if I was a 12-year-old... I mean, I don't know if it's really intended for just girls. I'm sure boys read these, too. A 12-year-old kid, I'd be like, ooh. I don't know. I didn't see that coming. I guess both did read it, certainly. I think it was intended for a younger audience. Yeah, no, and no. Then, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's adults who read things because they just want to be able to say they read a book. So let me start <laughs> And you can read it easy. in two days easily, or yeah. one long day. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good, though. Yeah. All right. So uh, they're hanging out, doing their poor people in the and then it's, Appalachia thing. And then it's the day of the reaping. So the reaping is the start of the Hunger Games. It is the day when all the people in the town have to gather in the town square, and then every person's name plus every some other requirements. Name. It's child. Yeah, you're 12 right. To every, every, everyone's age, 12, 12 to 18. 12 to 18. Their names, their like, names are in a... It's like a big, big lottery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's basically like the world's worst lottery. Um, shitty bingo. <laughs> it's uh, it's like the it's like the draft, you know. And they, yeah, it, it really was like the draft, except it's not birthdays. Um, yeah. Anyway, Happy so birthday, all the kids going to war. All the kids have to. Are their names are in a thing, and when they're drawn, that every district draws two names, and those two children have to literally go fight each other to the death because it, the government says so. And it's one boy, one girl. Yeah. But there's also a thing where um. If you... You can volunteer. You, you could... But also you could get... So they put your name in once when you're 12, then it's in there twice when you're 13 and four. Um, but you could put your name in additional times in exchange for more food. Yeah. And, and Katniss and has done that. Many many times, she's in there about 4,000 times. times. And her sister is in there once. Her sister is in there because she's 12. It's her first year. She's like, whatever. She won't get picked. She's in there once. And what do you know? Waka waka. Yeah. And her sister, Prim, which stands for Primrose, gets picked. So Hence, Katniss volunteers. To hence, go in her place. Hence, she's ripe for the picking, the beer we had several minutes ago. But they call Primrose, and, and uh, right away, since we know this book is not about Primrose, something else has to happen. That would be really weird. <laughs> she's just, the, story, the, the rest of the book is just about watching Katniss it on watching TV. it and still it is, re- it is required by everyone to watch the entirety of the games right. so they can look upon their children murdering each other and suffer. And it's a thing that the government does to, like, remind them of their power. Does to the people to remind them of their power. Like, after you they rebelled, rebelled and, yeah. I don't know how many years ago it was, but it was a lot. Well, this is like the 74th like, yeah. Hunger Games. Yeah. So, 70, put down the rebellion 80 years ago. Years, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Because the next one is the 75th. That's important in the second book. Uh, anyway, uh, so, 
this is they remind everyone that so the kids have to go fight in this big giant weird forest arena to the death. But first they have beer. Well, <laughs> because uh, I chose this one for two reasons. Uh, Katniss volunteers to go as tribute for her sister, which you could do. So she's definitely a, a hero. Uh, and she's our heroine. And this is breakfast hero because <laughs> breakfast is a food. <laughs> that in, that, that they usually beer. they usually don't have in District Twelve because they are poor. And this is from Trim Tab Brewing in Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham, Birmingham, I don't know. Birmingham, 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 Al- Alabama. Um, it is. What, what are the details? I think it's a donut. Uh, this is an Imperial Donut Stout, <laughs> joyfully hmm. brews with our friends at Hero Donuts. Makes sense. So I picked this up when I was driving through uh, the South over the summer. And uh, we had to... Did you drive there? We flew to one place and we rented a car and drove. So we went from New Orleans, ultimately, to Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, uh, but okay. the first leg was from New Orleans to Nashville, which is about an eight-hour drive. So we broke it up somewhere to get lunch, and there was a... You just happened to find a brewery. I, I specifically what a looked for it. <laughs> I, mean, like, I looked for a brewery. I was like, if there's a brewery there, there's also food nearby, potentially at the brewery. Uh, and like, right around the corner was a decent chick fried chicken place, which is something we wanted to get being in the, the deep south. And this brewery was there. It was like a very modern, hip brewery. It reminded I've me... i heard Birmingham is a pretty hip oh, town. It looked like it was a in cooler place. a sea place. of just Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> so the tide hasn't risen to get that yet. But it, it reminded me of um, Finback in many ways. Like it hasn't rolled of it. that far yet. Yes. Uh, it, it, it's, they're holding it back with, with craft beer, donuts. <laughs> um, but I went in. It was a really cool place. Um, they had a lot of really good beers. And I brought a bunch home to drink. And I figured if I could find a use for them on the podcast, we might as well. So this is Imperial Donut Stout, apparently. You definitely taste, like, an extra sweetness to it. Yeah. I mean, I don't really taste donuts. Tastes, I mean, I don't know what kind of this, donut. Is this barrel-aged? Because it tastes, no. like, smoky. It, it got, you know, it's got that it's stout flavor. Which is the roasted malt. Okay. Yeah. They did have an amazing barrel-aged stout. It was their bourbon barrel Neapolitan ice cream Featuring stout. Featuring coffee, maple syrup, glazed donut. So it's like a... It's a breakfast thing. Okay. All in one. Most I'm not sure what, I'm not sure what yeah. you put syrup on in that group of three things, two other I things. Think in the South, you put syrup on everything. And so, yeah. Chicken and waffles. <laughs> Yo, but that's great. That's why. <laughs> um, but a glazed donut's already glazed. That's Alabama. It's pretty good. Pretty darn good. Um, not that strong. I think it's only 8.5% or something like that. Yeah. Which is, in the scheme of things, not that crazy anymore. But it's pretty good. So Katniss volunteers as tribute to go into her sister's place, and then they call... Oh, it's also one girl and one boy, right? So they call the boy, and it's uh, Pita. Pita. Who is named after a bread because his father is a baker. And he goes, and then it's just... His brother, Croissant, had not fought in the game. Croissantifer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so now they're going to go fight to the death, and, you know, they've never really met except one time when they were which young. Is they, which they allude to a lot. Uh, they do a lot of alluding. You know, it's not, it's not one of those books. It's one of those books where they, they gradually reveal more about the world through, over time, and you got to just, you're along for the ride. Which I kind of like. Yeah. I, it's better than mm-hmm. spending a third of the book with history, like it's fucking Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So then they get whisked, uh, very quickly whisked off to the It's immediate. You, you got to go. Or, yeah. well, they have like, like one that, hour they have to go say goodbye. See, think about their families. And then they go. Yep. And they have the one, they are mentored yeah, each district really has weird. mentors, and their mentors are people who have won the games previously. But 12 sucks. So only one guy has ever won, and he is an alcoholic, much 
like us. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Hamich. Like, like Mitch, but with like, hey in front of it, like. Yeah, everyone, I think his, main, his name might actually be Mitch, I, but everyone's <laughs> just like, "Hey, Mitch!" Like that's my name now. Did you ever uh, see Die Hard with Vengeance? And yeah. Samuel Jackson's name is Zeus, but the it's first like, hey, time Zeus. he thinks it's Hey Zeus, he's called him Hey Zeus. Like, why can't, no, he said Hey Zeus. That's not, I'm just Zeus. <laughs> that's what I was thinking of the whole time. Maybe he's just Mitch, <laughs> and he's too drunk. He's like, fuck it, I like that better. <laughs> now I'm gonna get confused with the other Mitch. This book does have the. Uh, Typical fantasy trope of normal names, but slightly wrong. Like in Lord of the... Uh, not Lord of the Rings. Like in uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. Where it's just like, that's a name, but if I change it a tiny bit, then it's a fantasy name. Joffrey. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Catelyn. I was like, yeah, that's, that's a way to pronounce that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I thought that too. But you know what? It's, I actually prefer that in the long term over the other options, which are like Dune, where it's like Paul... <laughs> and, and the space dust drugs and, and the worms that ride in the, the space Bedouins and Jessica. Yeah. Like those names have felt really weird and Dune. And then there's this Lord of the Rings you just make up a bunch of shit and you're like, Galadriel. Sure, that makes sense. Why that not? sounds like what an elf would be named. Uh, yes, yeah, so they all have those kind of goofy names. And then, um, what's her name? Uh, Elizabeth Banks' character. Effie. Effie. Which is like an old lady's name. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's probably short for like... Ephesabeth. Ephigenia or something like that. <laughs> um, and their job... She, she is the capital representative for the district being like, I'm here to take the children and yay. Yeah, and she's, she's, like the, she's like their PR man. She's like a cheerleader almost. Though. Like She's super bubbly. Yeah. And she dresses ridiculously because she's from the capital. And they're all ridiculous. Which is a very... It's, it's, like, it's like that movie... Um, did you see... What was it? The, the chick who made um, Lost in Translation. Sophia so, Coppola. Sophia Coppola. Did she make that version of Marie Antoinette? Yes. Was it was like, like 80s music. And, yeah. It's like every oh, dress, every dress is like that. Yeah. It was pretty good. You know, it was an interesting take on it. But, you know, they dress like that, like Rococo outfits, but also they dye their skin and hair. Yeah. So it's like half. And they have like iridescent tattoos and shit like that. Yeah. In my head, it was kind of like half uh, or maybe a third uh, Baroque, you know, opera pieces. A third. Fifth uh, element. People from uh, Apocalypto. <laughs> like painted skin and like yeah. facial tattoos and stuff and and like and Chris, the rest Chris, was like Chris Tucker cyberpunk. In, Chris Tucker in uh, Fifth Element. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> like a leopard onesie. Yeah, everything is just weird. <laughs> and then like the rest of them are used to like, they're living like uh, you know West Virginia yeah, today. People, people in the ca- yeah, <laughs> actually District Twelve is exactly the same as it is right now. Yeah, just fewer John Deere products, probably. and Yeah, um, because they do it all by hand. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, mines explode constantly, and they're like, whatever. Not as many opiates. <laughs> That's true. There are not as, there's not nearly as many opiates. Though they do talk about um, her mother drugging herself to sleep every night. That is true. With, yeah. uh, with what is clearly opium, or opiates, or heroin, or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, yeah. Like poppy juice, you know, some shit like oh, Milk of the poppy. Yeah, basically. So uh, then they get whisked away. They say goodbye to their family. Take a big choo-choo. They take a train <laughs> to the capital. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think on the train they have something. They have more food than they've ever seen. That's true. Many of the food is beer. That's not true. Well, but Hamish, 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 Hamish it. He's yeah, fucking yeah. plastered. Well, he has liquor all the time because beer is just too fucking much carbs for him. <laughs> he's got to stay in shape for the fucking Hunger Games. He's beer lemic. Trademark. Uh, so this is... Um, decadent Ales. Also Decadent Ales. S'mores. <laughs> mm. Double India Pale Ale brewed with marshmallows, graham crackers, Madagascar vanilla bean, and just a touch of chocolate. Mm. It's it's not as marshmallowy as that 
One Man, marshmallow. We I had still dream one. about that one. We, we, I, we had that for, for uh, I've Lord had of the it again. Flies. Double toasted yeah. marshmallow. Yeah, I've it's, had it again. It's incredible. The first time it was amazing. After that, you're just like, this is. I bought a four pack of it five months this ago. This is something you can have a lot of because it's, no, so it's terrible. Rich. Yeah. It's like, this is like drinking a sultan's sweat. <laughs> That's a, <laughs> from his folds. Yes, <laughs> he just wrings out his robe into your cup. Uh, well, this one is pretty good. It, I don't. I don't. I don't, no, I don't really eat s'mores. Yeah, because I mean, how do you do graham cracker in a beer? I don't know. And well, there's plenty of beers we've had with graham cracker in it, and we, you never really taste it because it it's like just like a bready flavor, if anything. It also, I mean, it says a hint of chocolate. I'm not sure. Yeah, there's something sweet in it though. There may be. I mean, it's probably just marshmallow because it's just fucking sugar. Yeah, and they add. Don't they add sugar to it as well? Doesn't say like. No. Is they add. Oh, marshmallow thing. But no. it's also just a marshmallow sweet is double just, IPA. It's just a. It's just sugar. It's a cylinder of sugar. It's obese sugar. Yeah. <laughs> it's marshmallow. The sugar is so sugar it got fat. Yeah, let itself go. Um, yeah, I don't taste s'more here. This is delicious. This is really nice. And If they had called rich. it like honey cake. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, sure, whatever. I'd drink it. I think also mm-hmm. s'more, it should have a smoky element to it. You yeah. know, like a burnt Because it's flavor. almost impossible not to burn your marshmallow. Even, I mean, if you don't burn it, and it's not, I mean, the, the char on the marshmallow is like often my favorite part of the s'more. So, uh, yeah, s'mores. That was s'mores. that story. Great. <laughs> so they're on a choo to fuck town <laughs> where they have to go fight to death. No, where they're not to fuck town. I mean, getting fucked town. Not oh, right, literally, yes. but like they're going Maybe to go die. Finger bank station. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a brief pit stop. <laughs> you know, she's, she's all like, I don't want to be this guy's friend because one of us has to die. Yeah. Probably both of us because we always die because District 12 is shit. And they have things called sponsors, which I don't know. I guess rich people send their favorite contestants gifts in a thing, but 12 never gets them because they're poor and sad. Yeah. Yeah, it comes from your. Yeah, it's weird. It doesn't have to, it doesn't yeah, have the, to come from your people, but it usually of does. The Hunger Games is bizarre. The economics of the games. Well, they go to. Candace and Peta, they, yeah. they get to the capital, and then they have like literally like four days of training or five days of training. One day is like. Well, first there's like the whole the getting ready for the parade or whatever it is. And they have, and they they have interview. stylists. And they have stylists, which is, this is the part that made me like think, oh, is this more for girls or for boys? This, this, this yeah. young, it's like, you know, it's for girls. Because it's also a thing about like propaganda though, which I think it's, 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 I just know. mean as a writer. Well, the, it's like, what writer, is the target yes. audience? Yeah, probably girls. Certainly. Yeah. But I mean, I more books. So, you know, well, that's, that's uh, a, you want to see on actually also, make it's, money. It's yeah. a way to. I mean, we're, we're trying to, to change the, that. Make the children look good before they die. It's just kind of like, oh, that's cute. Well, yeah. <laughs> but there are also sacrifices, right? Yes. Like that's that's a that's a thing. So, you know, you don't you don't present a shitty sacrifice. You got to have a hot sacrifice. Like a fatted calf, not the lame goat. You know, like you know, like you, you sacrifice something good, and I think that's part of it too. And, and it is yeah. propaganda because they parade them around, and people are like, "Ooh, look at the outfits!" And it's like it's and they like gather a, all the best like gays the Olympics for them. to come and design outfits. Like the guys are mm-hmm. like, it's like queer eye to an extreme for dying science children. fiction version. <laughs> yeah, They're like I'm going to make a dress. I'm going to remove Where all the hair like from your body. Fire. Yeah, yeah. So it just so happens that Katniss and Peta get like the most, or Katniss gets the most amazing stylist in the U, in the world. Even though this is his first time, he said he requested them. Yes. And I need a I need a blank canvas. <laughs> Your cheekbones. And there's all this stuff about the dress, and then they go out. They, there's literally a parade, and then everyone they're like in chariots. A, yeah. And, yeah, and then uh, they have an interview so, where it comes so, so out people that in the capital can get to know the contestants before yeah. they die because they're all going to bet on it. Really, that's yeah. a big part of it. It's all gambling mm-hmm. for the rich, for the elites. They get to gamble on this. It's, it's a like American thing. Gladiator, but way more intense and therefore fun to watch. Yeah, uh, and that's where it, it comes out that. Peta has been in love with Katniss this whole time. 
for years, even though they've like never spoken. Right, and and the big conflict here for Katniss, I guess, is that they have they're pre- they're being coached to present themselves in a certain way that's going to get them more attention from sponsors mm-hmm. and more support. Not to necessarily be, they're not being coached necessarily to be honest or or revealing. It's all like they got to play the game. It's a, it's a game, yeah. It's a so PR game. That's why she, this like big rugged tomboy girl who goes hunting squirrels, goes all in, and then she's wearing a gown, and they've they've waxed her with four dozen gallons of wax the, the, to get the, the hair off the her body. scent shower. Yeah, and she's beautiful now. They've painted her nails for the first time in her life, and she's they've they've turned this feral woodland child into this, you know. Miss America. Hot young thing. Which this is also, I thought this was an interesting thing for like the girl audience that even though she's, you know, the rugged hunter, mm-hmm. dirty girl. You can look good if you wax. She loves, to, she actually enjoys being cleaned up and primped and beautiful. Yeah. I thought that mm-hmm. was a little. For yeah. a little bit. Well, well she, she likes it. She's not like repulsed like, oh, this isn't me. She's yes. like, this is kind of fun. I like this. And she likes the attention and she starts getting into the twirling the dress and all this shit. She's good at playing the part. And she assumes Peta's doing the same thing. Yes. Because he reveals in his interview with, um, I forgot the guy's Stanley name. Stanley Tucci. It's Stanley Caesar, Tucci, yeah. I don't know if it's Caesar. Oh, Caesar, Caesar Flickerman. Right? Is that his fucking name? Caesar <laughs> no. Flickerman sounds like a, a really I, low rate lawyer. Does, Caesar yeah. Flickerman. I feel like yeah. that might actually be his name, though. Or that's someone's name uh, in the world. <laughs> in the world? Sure. There's like, a person like, like another named Caesar Flickerman I somewhere in the world. I think it's that, though. I'm going to look him up. Uh, oh my God! It's Caesar Flickerman. Yeah, Holy shit. how do you forget a fucking name like that? Uh, I don't. <laughs> I was like, that can't. It's just too ridiculous to not be right, right? I I stand corrected. <laughs> anyway, and then uh, and so they go this whole thing, and then the Hunger Games starts, and which is of course, and they don't know what it's gonna be, what yeah. it's gonna because it looks. They don't know what the they terrain can build, is gonna they be. They can build an entire like interactive oh. park for every Hunger Games and they don't fucking know what it's going to be like. We yeah. skip one important thing, I think, is that another part of this like training part, I mean, their coach like, don't show your skills, you know, mm-hmm, whatever, yeah. play dumb. There's a part where they all go before the the board of douchebags and they give you a rating out of 1 to 12 for some reason. For the districts. No, but it's not. But it's not ranked that. Like you can get a seven, and you get a bunch, bunch of twelve people get being you're the most dangerous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. one being you're because why not? Useless. But why not then twenty four? Because there's twenty four contestants. Anyway, it's and not. So, it's not a rank. It's but, a number. But, but Katniss is like the twenty third person, and these guys are just sitting at like a like a banquet, <laughs> eating, watching children watching, throw spears and stuff. Yeah, like they're eating literally a roasted pig or something. like and that. And so she's there. She's going to show them how awesome she is with the bow and arrow, and they're like not even paying attention to her. They're drunk. So she, in her defiance, she shoots that arrow like. At them, and shoots the, the pig in the apple of its mouth or something, yeah. right? So take that, William Tell, and then <laughs> she gets the highest ranking of all the contestants, even higher than the the kids who are essentially um, mercenaries. There are other there are kids mm-hmm. in the other districts, though, like the fancier districts, who train their whole lives and then volunteer when they're you know seventeen and can fuck up a bunch of thirteen year olds. Yeah, like the diesel six six foot six yeah. teenagers who They're like the bread the, for this the Fra- frank fulkheimers yeah of, of the <laughs> exactly of district seven or whatever the monstrous kids that could they know like, it's like districts like one and, kill you than one and two or like the uh the fancy districts yeah the rich ones and they like ri- yeah they're not capital rich but they're much nicer but, but, but compared to district 12 yes no anything is better than district 12 except district 13 which must come back. Does that come back later in the series? Yes. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, very much. Okay. Um, so then, uh, yeah, that's the other thing that's important. So she gets a high score. So their, their advice that she, she gets rated like, like an 11? Or 11, yeah. yeah. And then like the other, I mean, someone, maybe someone's a 10 and there's a couple nines or whatever it is. 
Um, but the other kids don't know why they've been ranked this way. They're right. not like, she's good with shooting. It's just like, she got an 11. Look out. Yeah. And she's also wildly popular with everybody from mm-hmm. the sponsor angle or whatever. And Peter gets like an, like an eight. Yeah, I think he gets eight. Even though he's like, I just went in there and I threw he, a bunch of sacks of flour around or something. No, because like he was a wrestler. Yeah. No, no, no. He wasn't a wrestler. He... He was strong from throwing from, the bags. From literally of, lifting yeah. bags of flour. So he, like, I threw some stuff around like, okay. <laughs> Grr, take that chair. <laughs> um, no, it was painting cakes that made him. It was his. Well, he was also very, very good at camouflage. Yeah, exactly. Because he's a good painter. That's how it works. Cake decorator. Yeah. You have to camouflage this bread into a cake. Well, they made cakes, just no one could afford to buy them. Even his family couldn't. Yeah. Speaking of which. Oh, yeah. Cake. <laughs> we have a beer for that. I'm a little scared of this one. This is from Evil Twin Brewing. It is called Imperial Wedding Cake Break. It's an imperial porter with coffee, vanilla, almonds, and wedding cake added. It's 11.5% alcohol. Oh, good lord. You know, there is not one type of thing called wedding cake, though. That yeah, kind of bothers me. I mean, it, that could be any cake. Well, it's, I remember when we had our, when I got married, we had like a whole bunch of options. They're like, what kind of cake, what kind of filling, what kind of frosting? And we didn't go to a very fancy place. We're like, wedding cake? Okay, here's your flow chart of decisions to make. I imagine you're doing something similar, Jimmy, for your impending nuptials. It's going to be more, a little more low-key. Yeah. Entenmann's? <laughs> yeah. Just a, just just a crumb cake? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the best cake there is. Is it? No. I want to taste desert in cake it's pre, form. It's pre-chewed. It's already crumbed. <laughs> so this is delicious. But this I don't, is good. Yeah. I don't get specific cake flavors out of this. This tastes like, you know, a good stout. Yeah, they just said imperial stout with almond. Yeah. And, uh, I couldn't tell you any cake. That this is like. It's a bit gimmicky, probably. Oh, it's definitely a gimmick. Since wedding cake is not a definable term. God damn it. It's like saying fruit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just about. I'd suggest cannoli filling. (laughs) So we did it at my wedding. It's pretty sweet. Are you good there? I don't remember the cake. Me neither. Yeah. (laughs) We did that stupid. You're supposed to save a piece and eat it later on. Does it's like it, a does it actually save, though? You put it in, you put it in the freezer. I've, I've heard that, yeah. It's fucking the dumbest thing ever. Because we, we didn't even wait. Uh, I think you're supposed to wait a year. We so waited let's like... eat this damn cake and get a new cake next year. Let's eat bad cake next year. It's like old, dry, shitty cake. That's going to help the marriage. But we had... Uh, we waited till basically till we got the pictures back from the wedding, which is still like several months. And then we got a little DVD and watched that. And we're like, let's eat the cake now. And it was disgusting. <laughs> we're like, we didn't even wait the whole time. It could have gotten worse. This cake's real dusty. <laughs> so, um... Then the games start, and the advice that they're given by Hey Mitch is get Play the, up the fuck romance, out of there. Find water and hide. Let everyone else kill themselves. Because everyone pops up in a circle, and he's like, a lot of people just go in. In the middle of the circle is the cornucopia, which is a big thing full of weapons and food and supplies and shit like that. So everyone's going to run for it, and he's like, nah, man, skip out on that. Just run the other way. Just find a place to hide and let the crazies duke it out at first, and then just. Play the long game. And so that's what she does. She sees a sweet bow waiting for her. She's like, I want that shit. But then she does not get that shit. She, she runs. She like hesitates for a second. Yeah. And then By that point, and then it's, it's too, too long. And then it would be too dangerous. So she literally just runs into the woods. She picks up one pack of something. Didn't have she like gets a, like a plastic tarp like a or something. Like a bag piece or... of plastic or something. Yeah. It's something really weird. Like what was that? How was that helpful? It's like, you know, they find ways to use them. It's part MacGyver. Yes. But she is she is a you know woods survivalist, which comes in a lot of comes in handy, right? Because they also said sometimes they when they stage the games they're not in the forest. It's like they're in a desert and yeah, they could be it could be anything. And it, this this is like a big plains area with like a forest around it. And she's uh, like, yeah, 
I know how to live in trees. And the and the organizers they want to make an entertaining games. So yeah. they manipulate yes. the environment in ways to force the kids to fight each Once other. Again, or move. why do they need coal? <laughs> right, They've they, created a fully controllable like a machine. They probably like, have biodome environment. They probably have fusion power. Yeah, a hundred percent. They have powers only a Batman villain could dream of. They, yeah, they have. I'm gonna control we, the weather. Weather control, <laughs> and they can like well, start it's, spontaneous it's fires. In a giant dome, so it's which sticking. yeah, which, which they reveal in the second book. Everything's surrounded by a force field, so they have fucking force fields. They do not need coal. It's true. Unless they, it's a coal-powered force field. Also, I mean, they, they, <laughs> it's like they, we got them working, but it, for some reason, it only uses coal. <laughs> well, in that case, they probably also just wouldn't need, you know, starvation and poverty either, though, if they could afford these things. They could just kill District Twelve, or like just move them to another district where they, you know, to the food district where you know you need food. Make them into the, the slaves fishing, that the, they have, the like the fishing weird servants that have had their tongues cut out and shit like oh, that. Those, those come from everywhere. As the uh, the Avox. Yeah, that was a All part right, that yeah. reminded me of Harry Potter a little bit with like the Neo Latin, like Avox, no voice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the kind of uh, you know make there was a, there were a bunch of other terms throughout the book. Like that's called of this, and um, I mean it's part of like the world building element now. Yeah, but in terms of why I think Harry Potter is the book that really started that. like gibberish Latin to, for all magic spells. Like yeah, if you like didn't know Latin and you were like making it up, it was like, oh, this sounds like magic words. Well, I mean, it's real Latin, I guess. Some of it. It's. I mean, I don't think there's any fake Latin in Harry Potter. I think it's just Leviosa. Uh, Leviosa. Uh, it's Leviosa, <laughs> not Leviosa. <laughs> uh, levitate. I mean, I don't know. That one might be shitty, but but like, or they're French, like Moore's Mort or whatever. Isn't that French? Like eat death or something like that. It's based yeah. on the words for eat and death in French. So there was a few of those throughout this, and like, the Avox was the one that stuck out, sticks out in my head. And she yeah. meets an Avox earlier. And yes. haunts her. It's like her, one of the, their servants in their uh, tower of living before the games is a girl who can't talk because they ripped out her tongue for being, for not rebelling, but like trying to escape or something. Right. And um, make her into a slave. But, but Katniss saw her get captured in the forest. She knows, yes. she saw and she couldn't help or she didn't help and she's guilty. She's like, she feels like I should have helped. And she's like, and the girl, you know, like fucking sign languages to her or something. I was like, you would have just been killed too. So eventually, that's you could not have fought off of the spaceship. Yeah, the coal-powered spaceship. Just <laughs> <laughs> think of like an old-timey locomotive that can fly. <laughs> it's like the end of Back to the Future Part Three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they put coal in the fusion reactor. <laughs> yeah, this is how this works. They never tried this. Uh, then, Scientists, take note. <laughs> so then the games start, and and like instantly half the kids are dead. They're like thirteen or eleven die. In the opening skirmish, which, you know, they die off screen or off page. Because Katniss is fleeing. Because she, she finds this out because at the end of every day when she's hiding, they project their images into the sky and she counts how many are dead. And also a cannon fires. So in post, I'll be adding a <laughs> cannon fire to the end of every beer, which we you've been hearing six or seven six times, times. And you're like, what the fuck is that? That's what that is. Now that we're like 40 minutes in. <laughs> Better late than never. All right. Here's uh, a good time to try that out. <laughs> <laughs> Am I doing it when you... Should I do it at the, uh, at the can opening sound? Or maybe when we say the name of the beer? I don't know. Like, I think we're, we're not going to finish it. I'm going to do it at the what? click thing, because that's a good like, oh, yeah, definitive go. spot. Good. There you go. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this is from Omnipolo, which means all chickens. Uh, yeah. Uh, Vanitas... Double dry hot buckwheat baklava imperial India pale ale with pistachios and almonds. Who came up with all that? That sounds like something like like there's like a computer program. Baklava is pistachios, right? 
Uh, it's like a honey thing. Yeah, honey, I think there's honey, nuts in there. I think, yeah. yeah, I think I think they're involved. I don't know what the buckwheat comes into it, except it says Ote Spanky. I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ote. Um, that's just so many words. <laughs> so and many the picture words. is a pile of skulls yeah, melting. It's a I don't bizarre really get that. Bizarre word salad. <laughs> I have to say, this is a, a big disappointment. I mean, it's pretty that. good, but I don't. I don't get any of that. Yeah, it's fine, but it's yeah, a good like kind of double IPA kind of, or like new England IPA kind of thing. Like baklava is a really sweet dessert. Well, it's just it's just like honey. It's syrupy. It's syrup gross. in like solid form almost. Yeah, it, it's it's really and honey intense. doesn't really come through in booze, right? So. No, not really. There's a sweetness. Um, I mean, this is a little bit sweet, so it's fine. But I um, don't get all this those tastes things. like any kind Pistachios, of dry hop IPA. Yeah. Disappointment. Almonds also don't taste like anything. Definitive. Like, it tastes like the, the, the texture and, you know, musk of nuts. <laughs> well, uh, what kind? Of, uh, the musk of uh, D's nuts? Yeah, generally <laughs> D's. Sometimes does. <laughs> <laughs> Musty nuts. That's, that's what you're tasting here. That's my there goes future, another sponsor. future nut company. <laughs> Musty nuts. Must eat nuts. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it's good. It, it's just after if after reading that, I'm disappointed. Yeah, no, it's definitely good, but I I cannot pick out any individual ingredient. I, yeah, I, don't, I I would drink it gladly. I don't know if we've ever even had a beer with pistachio in it, but I'm sure pistachio that... pistachio also. I don't know nuts I, in I general are half about the texture and the the ex- well, the, the, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you got me there. Um, but nut flavors are hard to kind of. But I mean, you can get almond extract or walnut extract and, like, for baking, and you could taste it a little bit then. A little bit. But that's like where they boil like that hyper shit concentrated. Down. So, yeah, that's kind of a disappointment. Disappointing one. Disappointing only in that it wasn't as good as it. It didn't taste like the things on the yeah, label. It was yeah. good. It was not disappointing in that regard, but it was disappointing in that it didn't taste like fucking baklava. No, that would have been amazing. Baklava almost sounds like it should be a barley wine kind of thing, though. It's so sweet. I mean, it's just honey. It's just honey with like a way to hold it. Um, yeah, but it's got that nice, like, flaky... But that's like a texture thing. Filo dough kind of thing or whatever yeah. it is. But it's, you can't have a, a flaky beer. That'd be really gross. <laughs> Chunky? It'd be really gross. It's like, it's like orange juice with extra pulp. It's like there's debris in this. It's bottle conditioned. All right, so then the games go on, and that's, like, half the book. And, yeah, um, or more. A lot of it is just children hiding and running around. Well, at first, Katniss is on her own, and she like because she's good at hunting. She like is hiding. She up spends at the top a few a days looking for water. Yeah, that was what Hamish said to I mean, do yeah. as well. But, but she did find water. While. But she did manage to hide herself very well up at the top of a tree. But then the bad guys come. The bad guys come. Which all are the basic, bad guys have grouped together. All the like professional mercenary yeah. kids have like joined together. But also, Peta has joined them too. That bitch. They formed an alliance. Because they want to kill off all the easy kids and then have a real fight. Yep. But Katniss is at the Just top of a tree and dumps a beehive down on them. Tracker jackers. Yeah. Yeah, there's some like special insects and creatures invented in They're this. They're basically like genetically bred bees that the capital made during the war to uh, just... They they threw them around and they build hives and if you get stung by them you basically have the worst acid trip in the world if you don't die yeah yeah so she dumps a bunch of bees and that kills like one or two kids and the rest mm-hmm. trip balls and she escapes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because she's she's been strapping herself into a tree every night she gets stung also 
Yeah, while she's chewing it, and uh, she has a she has a fever dream. It's like, like the, it's like the big Lebowski, where <laughs> he's like bowling. bowling yeah, sky. she's like, "What's going on?" And then days pass in a minute. She's like unconscious for like a day and a half or two days. Um, isn't she kind of be friends now? Um, the other one, she finds the, the little girl, who, one of the youngest competitor in the games, Rue, the girl from the farming district. District, right. know, who the, what, who, it doesn't fucking matter. I'm gonna say eight, but I, that's it right. might I be eight. One it's like, it's like seven or eight, yeah. Um, but she's um, like the youngest, and they're poor as well. They're very similar to District Twelve. They're based, it's straight up. It's the slave district. Like they're the black people. It's true, and they work on plantations, and they go up in the trees and harvest stuff, while the masters watch them, and they oh, whistle wow. songs. Jesus, <laughs> it's. It's the slavery district. Mm-hmm. Huh, I didn't even uh, make that connection. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they talk about her, her, her beautiful dark skin. And well, also, black. Thresh is the other guy from her, and he's like this huge, massively strong black dude, but he doesn't peanut with the bad guys because he's the good, strong guy. He's just hiding in the woods. Yeah, he's in the, living in the it up. fields. Actually, yeah. he's in like the wheat field, like John yeah, Coffee. It's, it's weird. It's, but yeah, so they be, they're, they're, she uh, befriends Rue, who is excellent at hiding. Because she's tiny as shit. At the top of climb, tree. She can yeah. climb trees like no one's business. And she's also uh, good at singing. She is good at singing. And the Mockingjays learn her little song. Yes, the, the Mockingjays are a big part of the series. Yeah, isn't that the <laughs> name of the second book or third book? It's the, one of them is called Mockingjay, right? I think it's the second, second one. Second book. Catching no, Fire? No, no, no. The third book is Mockingjay. Okay, Because right, she yeah. becomes the symbol for the revolution. Gotcha, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah, and she has a little Mockingjay pen. Yeah, because it was like they're 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 also they were birds that the capital bred to uh, spy on people. So they would send the birds out, and the birds would remember things people say and fly back and inform. You know, not knowingly because they're bar- they're birds, but then people realized what they were doing, and they would start you know feeding misinformation to the birds. You know, they still lost, but but now the birds interbred with mockingbirds, and they have these little half you know. They could just repeat Thanks. songs. Yeah, they're they're like mocking. They're like actual mockingbirds, but they have much better memories. Right. So they sing little songs, and and, and that that's a thing. Rue and Katniss used to communicate over some distance. At some points, it's like I'll they like team s- up and they 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 do stuff. Like they're going to they like set a trap away. They have away to. They and, see that uh, the best the badass kids have set up a camp full of supplies by the cornucopia. Mm. And so Katniss is like, we got to take that out. And like, if we starve them out, because these kids don't know how to survive in the woods, all they know how to do is punch each other to death. Uh, so they have all the supplies, but it's like, if we can destroy that, we just have to wait them out. And so they set up distractions, and Rue goes off and sets a fire and hides. And Katniss is like, I'm going to blow up the camp, or I'm going to destroy it, or something. Or she's going to go over there, and she, or she's going to steal some of it, but yeah. she realizes there's like landmines. Yeah. The, because because some kid from, with explosives. A kid from District 3 is where they do all the manufacturing. And he learned how to dig up the landmines that surrounded each kid's platform when they move up, and they deactivate them afterwards. But he dug them all up and reactivated them and mined the camp. So he's like a little scrawny kid, but the mm. older yeah. kids like tolerate him because he knows how to use landmines. So they'll kill him later, essentially. Yes. They're going to use but, it for now. But she's like, I'm going to destroy the camp then. Ha ha, I can't go get it because there's landmines everywhere. It's like, what am I going to do? I'm going to, you know, get... Oh, she gets, she gets the bow and arrow. Yeah. She gets the bow and arrow earlier when they killed everyone with bees. Mm-hmm. And then she shoots a bag of apples, and the apples spill out and blow up the whole camp. But she only finds out when she sees and she goes a deaf. Fox, fox face. Oh is yeah, sneaking the fox food. face is the, other is the girl. sneaky girl who's like, "How's this bitch still alive?" It's because she, she's very sneaky. Yeah, she just hides and, and is a little little beggar. Yeah, um, yeah, and then she blows up the camp, and then I think they get pissed they, at the landmine kid, and they just snap his neck. Yeah, it's like, "Oh, well, you're useless now, and you fucked up." 
the big, the, the main bad kid is Kato, right? Yes. Yeah, Kato's the one that does. Uh, he just breaks his neck. Just uh, rage. He, he's, he's a very rage. He's, he's going through hormone changes. He's got a lot of angst, but he has an actual outlet for it. So <laughs> he <laughs> can't just listen to dashboard in his room and scream. <laughs> he snaps a child's neck. Yeah. Meanwhile, Rue gets killed. She gets, yeah, and then one of their, their Rue gets, pranks. Rue, Rue gets, stu- well, she goes to meet Rue after she blows it up, and she's like, finds her. She's like, hears her yelling, and she runs up to her, and the uh, dude throws a javelin through her body and kind yeah. of shoots him in the neck. Yeah. Kills him instantly. Yep. It's her first, her first direct kill. She feels a little bad about it afterwards, but also, like, not that bad. But before she might have killed those friend. kids with the, with the, with it the, was, it was indirect. Yeah. We totally skin, and it's like very sad, and then. Then and she sing. like braids, she like puts flowers in her hair and sings to her while she dies. And then the helicopter comes and takes her away. Yeah, like a, the hover hovercraft thing. Coal powered, coal powered hover. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, she gets um, she gets like a sponsorship thing from the people that of district. people of that district send her like uh, bread, a loaf of bread or something. Which yeah. is you know like they must have the entire district wants to put their money together to afford this bread to send me. Well, because as the games go on, they, it becomes more expensive to send a thing. Yes. But, like, they send the bread of their district to her, so she knows it's them. Well, I think it was earlier, Peter taught her about the, he's like the bread whisperer. And he's like, oh, you see, only <laughs> District 4 puts breads. oats on the outside of the bread. <laughs> Pumpernickel comes from District 7. Like, he just knows <laughs> all the bread. <laughs> and that's what, that's what his skill was. So, at this point, there's been like the Hunger Games, it's been many days. Uh, and it's sort of getting boring. And she, then, knows, she knows that he's still out there because yes. she hasn't seen his oh, image projected. But, but, um, but they, the, the bad guys also have said that they've killed him, but he didn't because she hasn't seen his. Because they get to, when she finds out Peter's with them or something like that, she's there and he's like, why are you still here? Run. And then he, like, they beat the shit out of him instead and she flees. Yeah, the, the, the bad guy says like, oh, I took care of him. He's not dead yet, maybe, but he'll die. Yeah, he's bleeding out pretty badly. So, so anyway, to go one, find him. one of the, uh, there's, you know, it's been many days in the, in the arena already. So uh, the uh, people, the dudes who run the Hunger Games make an announcement. The game, they said, the game we, makers. Which, the game makers have weird new uh, rule change. Uh, districts oh, right, right. with two people. Uh, districts, there, there can be two winners. There can be two winners if they're from the same district. And so districts can team up. At this point, there's only like two or maybe three districts that still are even eligible for that. Yeah, like, district, like, districts like one, district one and two maybe still have both. And then District 12. Yes. And so she's like, ah, oh, the con's working. I gotta go and oh, find yeah. him. People will think we're gonna, you know, we're still into it. Right. And she's, she's so... Because everyone is, everyone in the country is, wa- or is required to watch. So they know they're following. They're like, oh, you know, they, they, the people in the capital still believe, like, these two are like, they want each other. But they're just so sad that they're not together. Yeah, they, they brought the Hunger Games for them to realize that they love each other. And they were hungry for love. <laughs> And it's feeding time. <laughs> that sounds like a really... It's Alice like a song Cooper. About, is that really an Alice Frankenstein? Oh. Is that a lyric in there? Be My Frankenstein, Hunger for Love, It's Feeding Time. Oh, wow. I, I don't know the lyrics to Be My Frankenstein. But I only know that part because it was in Wayne's World. Millie Walkay? Uh, that, 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 that <laughs> sounds Goodland. Like, it sounds like a... Um, it sounds like a song about the darkness. Oh, yeah. That's 100% a darkness song. A it dark, should be if it's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was that? Like, they have like Love on the Rocks with no ice or something yeah. <laughs> like that. Like, ridiculous shit like that. Uh, well, you know, let's have a beer for that. So here's another one, our, our third decadent ale beer. They make a lot of food beer. This is Double Cherry Blossom Mochi, because they're both virgins. And it's a double <laughs> IPA brewed with cherry That's blossom true. and Madagascar vanilla bean. Mochi, if you aren't a Japanophile, is a pounded rice snack sort of thing. You take is it pounded rice? Yeah, you take I thought it was like a sticky rice, 
and it gets sort of I'm thinking mushed. Of, I'm thinking of miso. Never mind. Uh, miso is a soy thing. Yeah. And it gets mushed into this, it pulverized into this gelatinous blob thing, which doesn't sound appetizing. Um, it's but like then a sticky you, ball. You, you dip it into shit. You know, like you'll... So, they make a lot of like ice cream out of it. Yeah. Like Japanese restaurants and shit. It could, you could dip it into things that are more like di- f- main course, like savory, like soy sauce and stuff like that. But also people dip it in like ground up, you know, like brown sugar or ground up this or that. And it's just a dessert kind of thing often. And in high school, as a kid who was in Japanese class, and um, this was like a cool Japanese thing to have. So I knew about, knew about the mochi. This tastes like fucking cherry ice cream. It's not that cherry. I'm a, I, I mean, like a, a light, like a a light cherry, cherry ice cream, but like in terms of cherry flavored things, this is pretty goddamn good. It's really perfumey, you know, that smells. I don't know if it's, a ter- it's cherry blossoms, which. So it's not actual cherries. I mean, are they talking about like the sakura, the Japanese, you know, the Japanese cherry blossoms? I don't, I don't know. If, I don't fucking know. I mean, cherry trees flower too. Blue, I don't know if it's cherry, cherry blossoms. Sakura, I don't know if that actually has cherries know. on it. I don't even fucking it just know. has cherry blossoms. But I, don't, I can't imagine eating a flower with I mean, like a cherry. It has flowers all over the can. I think. Yeah. That's, no, it's, I think it says cherry blossoms. Thing. Something. It's just uh, yeah. It just tastes like actual like slight cherries. And it's tasty. It's an yeah. interesting thing. It's, it's good. It's another one you couldn't have. I'm not a big fan of fruit beer, but this is this makes more sense. Like fruit, but um. I mean, yeah, because normally it's just like beer with like some berry in it. I was like, yeah, whatever. But this is like different. It's like a dessert fruit beer. So this it is, makes a little more sense. This is, it, it, I, I'm not a huge fan of this. This is like a potpourri ale. You know, it's very strong, these flavors that are not flavors I actually want to drink much of. I like this one. It's not, it's not as good as, um, what was the other one? The pecan pie one. The that pecan was the pie was nuts. That was so good. Yeah. That might win but our this one is games. better than, I think this one's better than the s'mores. Yeah, I mean, this at least tastes like the thing it says. Oh, 100%. I mean, well, yeah. then again, I don't really taste mochi in here. Yeah, I would, I would. Mochi doesn't really taste like much by itself. But yeah, it's just, it's just kind of a vessel. It's like a medium for eating other things. I mean, it's a taste when you dip other stuff, like the texture yeah, is but nice. What you're tasting is the stuff you dip it in. Yeah. Because it's just rice. Yes. I remember uh, Sensei brought her like mochi maker thing. It's like a appliance. Well, they have thing like they, they make it. It's like a pasta maker for Japanese people. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you could do it by hand, but why the fuck would you do that? It's it's the future. We have coal powered mochi makers, <laughs> and it's just um, put one nugget of coal and you just, just you, crank it. You put like sticky rice in the thing, and then it's like a paint shaker, just like, and then after a while, you just have a blob of mochi, and you like a scooper and just scoop it. It sticks to whatever you grab it with, so you really have to like just grab it and. Eat. I'm sure there's like ways to get around if you like put it's something like you, you reach in with your hand, just grab it and dip it in something and eat it. I would not use your hand because then you're gonna have it's gonna look like you just got really excited and your hands are now soiled. Yeah, and you can so. never clean them again. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's uh, this is a cool beer. I'm not. It, 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 it it's definitely cool different. Idea. I definitely. would fuck with this beer. Well, be my guest. We don't have a few more things to record today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so then by the end of the book, uh, the, or by the well, end right. of the scene, uh, fuck. Well, she, she has to go find Peta, Peta yeah. and then there's like who's a, been using his incredible camouflage skills to look like his, his a cake pile decorating of shit. Skills. He's a pile of shit hiding in the mud, and <laughs> but his he's leg dying. is wicked infected because he's Peta. It's, it's wicked, wicked infected. infected. <laughs> <laughs> that knife was sharp. It was very sharp. I <laughs> <laughs> got a wicked fucking boo boo, Katniss. <laughs> And so she finds him. Tom um, Brady would be disgusted. <laughs> he just whispers to her ear, go bats. <laughs> and then he went unconscious. So Every Boston on these dying words. It's like really long part where it's like Katniss has to like. Drag his ass out. Yeah, has to like save him, but also has to like pretend that she's in love with him too. 
But and maybe she's also. But maybe she's starting to feel. She's never felt feel much before. She's only been able to hunt squirrels. She had no time for feelings. Yeah, that's pretty much it. She's not but, sure because but she also she's not sure if he's telling the truth or not. If, if this is his angle, I feel like I don't remember when she learns, but she learns like yeah, he's definitely just been trying to hit that forever. But like from I afar, uh, I don't remember what happens in the well, cave. Or does, no, that's it. Literally, it in the cave? interview, the interview they it's have the interview. with Caesar. Well, I mean, Caesar she 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 knows that it's that he th- he's saying that, but I don't know if she realizes that it's, it's real. True. Well, she remembers the flashback of when she, she first She remembers the flashback of when he like threw some bread to her in the rain. Well, she was going but through he, their trash looking for food. And he pretended to burn some bread. He saw her outside. He so burnt he it on pretend, purpose. So he, oh, he burned it on that. purpose so that it would okay. have to be thrown away so that she would be able to take it. And, okay. and then he shows up the next day and his mom like beat the shit out of him. He was like, go throw, go throw it to the pigs. Yeah, and he throws Apparently it. Apparently they have pigs at a bakery. I don't know why. You never had sweet, sweet pig bread? <laughs> pig bread is my favorite bread. <laughs> I love pig bread. Uh, it's baked and baked. No, okay. It's for pig Newtons. <laughs> pig Newtons. <laughs> <laughs> <So>, Trademark. <laughs> uh, that's a Louis C.K. thing. Okay. Is that really pig Newtons? He's like, he's talking to his daughter. He's like, uh, you want a pig Newton? It's like, it's a fig Newton. It says, it's like, no, it's a pig Newton. And it's like, you fucking kidding me? I can read the box. <laughs> I can't even read yet. It's right there. It's a pig Newton. Ugh. Like, fuck you. <laughs> then he jerked off in front of her. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> trying to think of something for boar. And I'm really not getting any. I can't think of enough breads. <laughs> Jimmy's, yeah, Jimmy's brain think. is working 100% right now on boar and bread. I'll come up with one. Let's keep going. I'll, I'll yell it when I figure it out. <laughs> it's a uh, sow dough. <laughs> okay, there you go. There we go. Oh, boy. So, yeah, so she remembers that, and she feels this, um, I don't know, shame, guilt, debt to him. Like anyway, debt, really well, during the Hunger Games, when she, like, pretends to, or she, she's able, she acts like, oh, PETA, I just, I missed you so much. Well, I know that there's cameras him. everywhere. Yeah. So they're hiding in a cave. So he can like heal, heal, but, but anyway, he's not healing. Hamish is like sends them medicine because she's doing that's the it, reward, yeah. Because she's doing the right thing. Well, Hamming he up. doesn't send her medicine. Well, she gets medicine for he something. He sends her the knockout. He shot. sends her knockout drugs so she can knock him out and go get the medicine because he's like, oh, you can't right. leave here and go get because the the announcers come on and say there's a bag at the cornucopia for each of you that has left. It contains something you need. To, to you definitely, yeah. she's like that's definitely you know whatever their version of antibiotics is. It's you know coal powered antibiotics. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to chew on the coal, and she's like, I'm gonna go get that shit. And, and Pete, Peter's like, Hey, don't go. If you go get it, you're gonna die. So if you go, I'm gonna drag my ass out of this cave and I'll die, and people will kill me. She's like, All right, I'll stay here with you and watch you die slowly. And then he says, Go bats, and then. <laughs> And then she, she gets the little thing. She's like, what the fuck is this? And she, she smells misinterprets it. the rules, as the <laughs> yeah. bats do. And then she knocks him out with it. <laughs> she and she drugs it. him because it's what her mom drugs herself to sleep with every night because she's got crippling depression. Uh, and so she runs to get the thing, and he's unconscious. And, she, and he realizes right before it, he's like, you bitch, you knocked me out. Just like, just like the Giants did in, <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I don't remember the Giants one. I don't go to, I'm not good at football. Uh, they've won it twice, though. And both I don't remember if they beat the Pats, did it? I believe it's so. I believe they so. did defeat the Pats. Yeah. Right. There you go. I know that perfect season. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. It was the perfect season yeah. one. You betrayed me as much as the New York Giants. <laughs> Stand right in the back. Uh, so then she goes to get the stuff, and uh, 
I mean, the organizers have said that not to help the children at they, all. They, it's they the, instigate it's to draw the I mean, we left, we left out the, the, when they burn down the woods to oh, yeah. like attack her, to force them together. She gets a bunch of burns and, you know, someone sends her the magic medicine to rub on her burns. A tiger bomb. Whatever. A tiger bomb mixed with coal. Because <laughs> <laughs> coal is for burning and absorbs all the heat. Yes. That's, that's how that works, yeah. I believe the coal-powered uh, penicillin is anthracillin? No? Anthro- anthracite? No, yes. I'll keep working on it. I'll go with that. I'll go with <laughs> that. Isn't bit- bituminous? Isn't that also a coal word? It is, yes. The kind of way to work that. No is, idea what that fucking word is. I've only it's, like a, a it's just a word. type of coal. That sounds like Katniss's it's last name. Black. <laughs> Her last name is Everdeen. I know, but she sounds. She still sounds Greek to me. <laughs> Olive-skinned hairy girl. Come on, bituminopolis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so then so she gets her little bag and she takes someone else's bag. Yeah, I forget who's. But isn't this where? Um, she meets up with Thresh. She meets up with and, Glimmer. And Glimmer, uh, Glimmer's I, the hot chick. She's like the, the model girl. But, but she's, she's also, also a killer. A, she's a sociopath. And she's there to kill. She's like, I'm going to kill you. And she's, gonna, she's basically going to get stabbed to death by Glimmer. So I'm going to kill you. Who's like an off. expert knife thrower. Yeah. But then she gets saved last minute by Thresh, who just smashes her in the face with a rock. He crushes Glimmer's skull with a, with a rock. Yeah. And he, he's he like, just makes her dead. <laughs> and he's about to kill. Uh, Katniss, and she's like, I, I, I was Rue's friend. I was Rue's friend. <laughs> please, be, please be my friend. And he's like, I'll let you go this one time. I'll take your, I, there's some sort of proof because she's like, I'll take your word for it. But I, you know, she, but he believes her. They she's sent, like, like, they sent me the bread from your district or something like that. Is that what she says? Some, something she like that. She proves it yeah. somehow. She does. And he's like, all right, I'll give you this one. I can just kill you later. I'm yeah. very good at this. And then he goes off and she takes... His, two, yeah. She takes their bag and like the bag from District One or whatever just, the fuck. I, yeah, some whatever glim- whatever bag Glimmer didn't get. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. And then she gives Peta the magic leg juice, and he gets better right away. <laughs> and he's like, he's you know he's a little he's a little fucked up, but he's like not dying of sepsis, so that's nice. Mm-hmm. And then they spend a lot of time making out in the cave for the cameras, which is like low key voyeur porn, I guess, because they're still both kids and they just make out a lot. They must or they had kiss lightly. The worst breath. Like Indeed. stress two weeks in all the jungle eating, All they've eating is like breath. old rabbit fat And you know jungle disease So they don't quite have it But here's Sex and candy but This is 18 Street Breweries Sex and Candy IPA She's from Hammond, Indiana She gives them a Hammond job in the cave though And it <laughs> she does not it's a, it's a young adult They don't say they don't <laughs> <laughs> so That's how it gets better Though he's got blood poisoning so it's probably hard to get a boner doesn't have enough blood. Um, well, then she, in, in a strange turn of events, she gives him an injection of medicine. <laughs> uh, this doesn't say too much on here. It just says IPA. But sex and candy. One of our few non-food beers. Candy's a food. I mean, like non-food in it. Oh, yeah. Well, but the others have all had kind of food in the ingredient. Like, this, is, this might have it. doesn't say. This makes me. Much like the hand job in this book. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you casting devious stares in my direction. <laughs> yeah. I'm mean, the Shirley is a dream. <laughs> Dig it. Dig him. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Marcy Playground in concert two years ago, maybe. They're fucking amazing. Were they're, they? They have other songs? Yeah. I know like three other songs, but really? they're really okay. good. I'm surprised they're still around. Did you do all those was, 90s nostalgia tours? It was, it was like Everclear, Marcy Playground, Vertical Horizon. Uh, I feel like that show was sold out and I didn't go to it. Yes. Or, or it was like StubHub and I was like, I'm not going to pay $60 to see yeah, this. I, I'll I pay I 20 I think I tried yeah. to get you to go to that, yeah. Summerland tour. Yeah, yeah. 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 Dig them. <laughs> uh, this doesn't smell like sex or candy, though. Which I'm glad, at least, about the sex part. It smelled <laughs> like sweaty jizz. I'm like, oh, God. Sweaty jizz? Jesus. What? Your jizz should not have sweat in it. <laughs> I'm very 
profuse of it in my banging. <laughs> the, the, the love making, it's, it's like a tantric sprint. A tantric sprint? Think about that. I can't even think about that. That's a fucking mind fuck. <laughs> I like tantric I'm not just fucking minds. So, is this like an IPA? Yeah, this is an IPA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Compared to the rest of these, this is not decadent at all. Like any other time, I've been like, this is pretty good. But now it's just like, this is lacking. This doesn't taste enough like cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need insulin after drinking this. Yeah. That's all right. We still have one more beer. That might change that. So, uh, so basically, it boils down to Kato. It's like them two, Kato, Thresh, and Foxface, who's still alive. Thresh dies off screen, as most children do, because Katniss they is uninvolved. Accidentally poison and Foxface Thresh dies with the no, they, no, they poison Foxface. They poison because Foxface she's been stealing berries. food from everybody. Pete has been gathering poison berries because he's a baker. Because he's an he's idiot. Stupid. He's <laughs> like, let's eat these the berries. berries. Poison. And she's, you know, she dies and is like, oh, they ate all our poison berries. Good job, baker. <laughs> And so now it's just the two of them and Cato, and they're like, got to fight to the death now. So the uh, game makers, they send out these, like, wolf dog things. They, basically, they're trying to go to the cornucopia yeah. to, like, for some reason, there's something there well, they, they get, need. They get chased there by the, 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 by the wolves. Well, they were going to go to the lake. They were going to go to the lake. Yeah, it's all, like, in the center, and then they the see Cato running, and they're like, oh, he's coming at us, and he just runs right the fuck past them. They're like, they that can't shoot be him. good. They shoot him with an arrow, and it oh, just he's got, he's got coal-powered body armor on. Coal-flar. It's coal-infused. Yes, coal-flar. And they're like, why is he running? That's kind of weird. And they're like, Oh, there's a shitload of giant... Because he runs past them. He doesn't yeah, run wolves. to attack them. There's, he, he there's, runs man, right there's, man, them. there's wolves. They think they're wolves. It's giant weird. They're called the mutations, which is yeah. you know just like the uh, really fantasy version of mutations. Like It's just different enough. But they're also a mutt because they're yeah. a common. You know, so they bring back other kind of mutations and the other ones that are not dogs. Oh, they, that's so that's the bad. general term for these genetically created things. And they realize, oh God, they're like the dead kids mixed with a dog. Yeah, it's really <laughs> fucking that weird. Was, they're like yeah, werewolf dog people with like, that's got Rue's eyes. So I don't know if they actually took the bodies and made them or they just like made it to fuck with them. Probably just to fuck with them. Uh, but they're cool. all, them and Kato are up on the cornucopia <laughs> hanging out while the fucking dogs surround them from below and they have a fight to the death, of course. They have a fight to the death and, and there's like, like a standoff and, and there's Pita a is Mexican like, standoff kind of thing. He's got Pita, Pita in like a headlock. He's got Pita in a headlock and he's like, shoot him. And like, I'll hit you. It's like I'm not. But gonna I will shoot. fall off if you shoot me. We'll both fall off into the into the into dog. the into the dog pile, literally. <laughs> <laughs> and then Peter draws. He takes it because he's bleeding out of the side of his head. He he takes uh, the the blood and draws an X on um Kato's hand to tell her to shoot him in the hand so he'll yeah. let go because she's very yeah. good at shooting. Yes, mm-hmm. she's the best. So anyway, he they like she shoots the thing and he falls off and like and they eat him for a day. Yeah, so no no but he doesn't <laughs> die. Yeah, cuz he's got the body oh, armor. Yeah, they just keep chewing on him so like like, on his head. like a full like 12 hours later she's like I'm just going to shoot him because yeah, this is really cruel. <laughs> yeah. yeah the like he's a terrible happen. person but like he's just being eaten slowly. Yeah, it's pretty fucked. <laughs> yeah, it was. So she shoots him in the face. And yeah. then the dogs all go away. Yep. And then, so it's just Katniss and Peeta, and they're like, "We won, great! Doesn't this this uh, we won? When when does we it end? Win? But there's an announcement. There's an announcement by the game makers, and they say, "Oh, sorry, we were lying to you. Rules changed. That wasn't real. The, you We've actually undone the rules. You've undone the rules. Only one person can win. Also, here's a beer. <laughs> that would have made it a lot easier for them. Yeah. Uh, this is our final food beer. This one Nate and I picked up a while ago on one of our fact-finding missions. Uh, Research. And uh, we're like, That's, we don't know what we're going to use this for, but it's got a great... It sounds amazing. This is from Siren Craft Brew, which I don't know where that is. I have to look at the bottle. But it's, Jimmy could tell you more about it. 
Because I'm holding the bottle. That is probably why. This is the Caribbean chocolate cake. Ale with cocoa nibs, lactose, aged on cypress wood. I don't know what that means. They pour it on wood and age it? Yeah. Like it's in a metal container probably, but with wood added in it. Where is Siren? Um, I'm going to say England or something. Um, I could be fucking 100% wrong here. This is a collaboration with Cigar City Brewing. That's in Florida. Siren. Yeah. This is a long-ass word I can't read, so it's definitely Britain. Farming in Rostad, Berkshire. I think it's England. Yeah. Imported by this thing. By the... Does this say Reebok? I can't read it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brewed and Bottle, Siren Carp, Limited, Finchampstead, Berkshire, uh, imported by the Beer Box Company. Okay, yeah, I need a new prescription. Product of England. <laughs> and uh, you could usually tell it's a British beer because it's uh, 11.2 ounces, not 12 in the bottle. Because that's like an even number of ml. 300 milliliters Something like shit. that, or 330 or something like that. It is. So Caribbean chocolate cake, 7.4% alcohol. Oh, yeah, 11.2 ounces. Sounds pretty good. Let's see if it is. Oh, oh, God, it smells like... It smells like cocoa puffs. It kind of tastes like a stout to me. It's chocolatey. Yeah, it's chocolate. It's not super sweet. It's but not. It's, it's not it is super distinguishable from other things like this. The cypress wood. I have no idea what to look for for that. I don't even know what that fucking why that wood is. It's different wood that or, Greece thinks is part of Greece, but it thinks it's its own country. Is that Cyprus? Is that yeah. No, mm-hmm. no, Turkey and Greece are fighting over. Is it, that yeah. Cyprus? Yeah. Okay. And then they're also like, or there's Cyprus and there's like North Cyprus, <laughs> east and west, isn't it? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, so there's like a Tupac of Cyprus. who's yeah. Tupacadopolis. And uh, Big Bapa do- and um, Notorious, notorious B.I.G.A.C.U.S. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like this. I don't think it's worth nine bucks a bottle, but it's pretty good. It's, it's good. But it, I, I just, you know, all the ones like this just kind of taste the same to me. This has more, I think, more of a cocoa flavor than a chocolate flavor. And it's like more of that like baker's chocolate. Not as, not as sweet. It's, it's not as sweet, yeah. It's it's definitely really good, but it's not. It's, it's a yeah. it's overpriced, frankly. Nine bucks a bottle, yeah. Nine forty nine, yeah. It's kind of a smoky after flavor. I don't know. It's, it's the cocoa it. dust. Yeah. So um, then uh, they make the announcement, and Peta and uh, Peta and Katniss, Katniss are, are like, like "We've got to fuck with them." So so they're like, "Wait a minute, one of us." Of course, of course, Peta's like, other? "You better kill me because yeah. you know you deserve to win." I love you so like much. That. You better fucking murder me. Which is, yeah. And she's like, well, all right, I'll fine. make the ultimate <laughs> sacrifice for you. And she's like, what? Okay. And then they're like, no, 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 let's not. And they realize they have some of the poison berries left. And they, and they uh, clearly, they quickly decide, oh, we gotta let's just them. both eat the poison berries together. There'll we'll be no both winner. die. There'll be no and winner. They know there can be no, there can't be no winner because people need the winner. Also, um, throughout the whole book, they've been, Peter's like, we just want to show them that you could still do your own thing. You, you're you're your own person. You're, you're on your own terms. Yeah, so this is like, fuck them. This is how we'll do it on our terms. Sure, we're going to die, but we're going to fucking ruin the games. If you ruin the games, it's, it's, not, it's not a good look. It's like, this, they, how many trillions of dollars of coal has been spent on this? It's just so much coal money. <laughs> uh, and so uh, Katniss and Peta both put the poison berries in their mouth at the same time, and then immediately they, they're like, oh, uh, change of plans. The, do you, we have the, two winners. District 12 wins. Yay. Uh, I, 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 I can't remember exactly, but I kind of like, like the, the announcer guy just comes on like an intercom kind of over the whole sky, and he's clearly like, oh, uh, is there no, uh, just, no, no, hey, 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 we're good. No, never mind. <laughs> yeah. He's like sputtering like, no, shit, don't do that. Not like, oh, we've changed our minds, but like actually like, shit, hit the button. <laughs> yeah, so basically... They both survive. They both needed a lot of medical attention, but Peter loses so, a leg. Yeah, 
Does he? Yeah, he loses his leg. Yeah, he in the movies, he doesn't. But in the uh, books, he, lo- okay. he, gets, he gets like a hyper-advanced coal-powered Oh, uh, right. It's like, uh, like spare <laughs> leg. Is it like, <laughs> but like Luke Skywalker? Uh, hands, yeah, it's like a super robot version. leg where he's fine. You know, it's, yeah. ba- it's probably better than a real leg. But <laughs> <It's cold> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It's got to feed coal into it to keep it going. <laughs> keep the pistons pumping. <laughs> He just he carries it like a little uh, radio flyer wagon with coal. Yeah, it's like, an, it's like an insulin goes. pump, but you put yeah. a little bit of coal dust into it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and they, you know, they undo all the scars and wounds on Katniss's body because they can do that yeah. again. I like to think the exhaust for the coal-powered leg is right by his ass, so people just think he's farting all the time. And yeah. he's like, oh, pff, sorry, lentils. But <laughs> <laughs> I know that was the coal. That wasn't me this time. It's so sooty. So anyway, this is sort of... And then there's a bunch of stuff that... Which is really just setting up the rest of the series. Yeah, it's like, there's, oh, there's a the very makers, brief ending. The government, they're, they're so mad at you. at you. They're so mad at you for doing that. You need to just pretend it was because you loved each other so much and not because you're rebels. And Peter was just like, I do want to. And she's like, I don't know. And he's like, well, fuck you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, you were just faking it the whole time. I was like, no, that was legit. I really wanted that hand job in the cave. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to die. That was all I was going to get. I was like, I'm a child. <laughs> Listen, Katniss, you have to kill me. But first, just quick, quick beach. <laughs> just for the road. Yeah. One for the road. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then she's like, wait, but how do I feel? Because I have feelings for Gail. But they have, have to, they have to keep up the illusion in public that they're, you know, together. When did you know you loved him? Uh, you know, because yeah, they, have they, have the, they have the post interviews. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they take a train back. They do on a victory tour or something. Yeah. And they have to hold hands, step out of the train. So winners of the people yeah. who do win the Hunker Games get like basically... Oh, they get a mansion. They get a mansion and they get, you know, basically money for life. It, it is like... For their family. Lottery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it is good for them. Right, they live in like a weird Olympic But they all village. have crippling PTSD. Yeah, they all become alcoholics who then have to coach other children to their I mean, only, only Hamish really did. The other districts all have good... Winners. Well, I think it's because Hamish has a lot, a lot of them later books. Yeah. But it's yeah. like because yeah. Hamish has been watching children die for 30 years. Yeah, because he's <laughs> the only one from District 12 to ever win. Well, yeah, or someone else won, but they're dead already or something. Right? Like, we've only something. had two winners. I think something like that they say. I feel like he's, not, he's the only it one. It might have been alive. like back in the yeah. old days. When it was steam powered. Yeah, because he only won, you know, like within the last 30 years, but it's been going on for 70. So. Is he Woody Harrelson in the movie? Yeah. yeah. Who is a great choice because he looks like an alcoholic. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, the, the ending was clearly setting up the other ones, which that's one of the things about all these YA books. They're all made to be They're a trilogy. all trilogies. Yeah. A trilogy mm-hmm. or, or just an, or a non-ending series, some of them. Like, as long as I could, just need some crazy hijinks. Well, this one definitely ends. Uh, this is, I, this is heard, a yeah. hard trilogy. Well, like the, uh, the, the, the Empire Falls probably, but I, I mean, you don't have to tell me. I'll read them at some point, I guess. But they're all set up. They, they're not set up to be freestanding things. No, they're, think, they're parts of a greater whole. You think of other like famous trilogies, like, the first Star Wars movie could totally stand on its own. Episode 4? No, uh, no, because the bad guys no, aren't gone at the end. But there was... No, yeah, they built the fucking Death Star. There's but no the Empire Vader. still exists. Well, so does Vader. Sure, but all the, Death, the All the big bad guys lived. But that movie was made where there was no guarantee there was going to be another movie. It's true. So it tied it up yeah. neat enough that if it ended, you'd be like, all right, cool, it's not a cliffhanger. Or Godfather Part 1, it was just The Godfather. Yeah. Mm-hmm, there yeah. was no need for a sequel. There was no need for the prequel necessarily. It was like, here's a neat story. And you can make told. one eight-hour movie. Well, <laughs> but I, I think from nowadays, like probably, probably Harry Potter's one that really made it this way is that you have a series and you hype up the next books coming out next year. Because even though like Goosebumps was an, a million Goosebumps books. Goosebumps was a standalone but a, a series, but none of them really related. There I mean, were there was a few, sequels. There's a few sequels, but they weren't, they weren't... Dummy Part 2. Yeah, they, they, weren't, like, they, they weren't hard setups for sequels, though. Right. So, I mean, what other Chronicles of Narnia? Those are a series. Well, it's called the Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, and they blow. 
Yeah, they're pretty uh, bad. We're, well, we're going to have to, we're gonna have to do or whatever Chronicles called. of Narnia. I do not want to do that. They're very short. <laughs> they're short, yeah. We'll, we we'll just do, do all seven as one episode. We should, we should no. do that one day of recording. We do all seven in one day. Oh, oh that's a Jesus. fucking nightmare. No way. It's like four hours of reading. They're short books. The complete Chronicles of Narnia is like Harry Potter 6. Yeah, that's true. And, and just with way more Turkish delight and lines. It's not good. I've read the first three. They were no, no, Turkish Delight. Oh, I like it's Turkish Delight a lot. Good. I've had it in Turkey. I love a, like, I love a bland okay, skeleton. <laughs> we're talking about food. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Right. So yeah, this yeah, one anyway. is obviously setting up for sequels. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Though I, I would say that they, they do get better and more complex. I, I felt that, so each of the books has a similar format, which is like, you know, basically going back into the Hunger Games. The again. third one has no so, games at all. But, but it is like back into a battle. That yes, kind of like So I remember the second one is like, oh, I get it. It's the same. They're just like a mirroring in the plot of the first one. Not in a bad way, in like a fine way. It was like, this is what the it, series it made is like. Sense. It totally made sense. It's like whatever. But by the third one, it was like, oh, this shit again? What the fuck? I was like bored of it by the I, end of the third I, I, one. I thought the third one was the best one. But sure. only because it's it's it's, the it's no longer about the games. It's more about the you know the revolution. It's a, there's a lot more. Yeah. There's a lot more going on. The, you know, it was so long ago. I can't say. I can't remember which one is my favorite anymore. Yeah. So I, I really couldn't say. But I mean, they're um, they're all pretty good for young adult mooks. They're very good. It was pr- they're perfectly fine. Yeah, they're yeah they're they're decent. I gave it four stars on Goodreads. I did. Yeah, because it was good. I enjoyed reading it. Is it like? High class literature is it thought provoking? No, it's it's, no, it's kind you of have rare. to you have to rate each book as its own thing. You can't compare yeah, a force. Yeah, like, I agree. You can't you can't judge it versus some classic. It doesn't it doesn't work that way. Um, there were though a lot of influences in this from other things. So there's a lot of 1984. A lot. In fact, in the in book two, I remember thinking, oh, this is very much 1984 now. The Harry Potter stuff I already said. Um, the biggest one, the at Battle Royale. Battle Royale was the one you hear, you read about on the internet. It's like this is just a ripoff of Battle Royale. This is people taking this story and doing it. It's like it's it's definitely similar, but you know the you concept of Battle child Royale. Battle Royale is a Japanese book which I have read. Have you guys read it? I have. I it's have long, so I never. It's want to very start long, it. and you know what? It's very hard to read because it's you get there's 50 students fighting to the death or 40 students or some shit like that. But I don't know Japanese names good enough. Yeah, so they're all kind so of. So I could not tell which characters were. Except for, aside from like the main three, it was like I don't know which is one this kid is. Yeah, but it was uh, you know Japan has fallen into chaos, and to reestablish order, the government punishes one bad student class, puts them on an island, makes them fight to the death. That sounds very Japanese. And they fucking you are brought shame. They fucking <laughs> destroy each other. Like it's way more violent than this one because it's not just one person's perspective. It jumps around a lot, and you see you read about the kids, and it was a very famous movie. I've, yeah, I've seen, I've seen where you see these children fucking just murder each other constantly. I think you're cool. Yeah, I think you're cool. That's uh, at yeah. the end. Uh, it was one of the climactic. Uh, yeah, one, death of the, scenes. one of the one of the girls dying. It's like, oh, I think that didn't happen in the book, but it's <laughs> but it, like basically people were saying this is a rip off of Hunger Game of um Battle Royale. Oh, it's, it's, it is in that sense. I mean, it did it first. I mean, she, it, might she might not have consciously. She might not, but I mean, like the concept of you know Battle Royale. Uh, I mean, actually, not the title, but like a thing, like people fighting to the death. Sure, if you just add kids, it's still a pretty general concept. Well, it's it's Roman games. Yeah, you know, the, if you just make it kids, suddenly it's, like, for like, it's, it's not a it's not a patentable copyrightable idea. No. So I mean, it was similar to Battle Royale. Battle Royale is a little more vicious, but it's it's different because I mean, Battle Royale was one book, and it ends, and that's it. This goes on to become more elaborate. So as part of like the greater whole, it's different. The games are secondary. 
Well, this has the bigger dystopian element to it. And yeah, the, the, the Battle Royale doesn't go into any of like the world other than kids were bad and we decided to make them murder each other. That's it. You don't really learn about the rest of Japan aside from it was bad. I'm sure there's a graduate level thesis to be written about the cultural differences between like American YA book and it's like about rebelling and doing it on your yeah, own like, terms. Yeah, like the rebellers the are the good guys. And in Japan, it's like we need to just let off some steam every so often. Yeah. Before I just have to jerk off onto a squid. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the next logical step. <laughs> so uh, we're just going to kill kids. Huh. So does. <laughs> I mean, I, I could see that. Um, it's definitely, there's definitely parallels. It does. 100%. Be sure. Sure. But it's, it's, it's different enough. Yeah. Actually, I really, for, I expected to really hate it and make fun of it the whole time, but actually, it's pretty fun. Yeah. It was perfectly adequate and provided, you know, several hours of entertainment. Several hours. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it. I, I, I didn't, uh, I, I wanted to know what happened next. I wanted to keep reading. It was, it was, a, it Yo, was fun. Well, we will. <laughs> well, that's the question. Should we do the next book or the next I two? I feel like we can't do just one. We'll eventually, have to do well, we two. can do just one. We can't do just two, though. <laughs> that's a rule. That's our that's the the drunk guys Fifty Shades rule. That's oh, true. Well, we can't do just two. Well, you can't ever. You have to do all of them. We're gonna I have to do the other the alternate takes. I eventually. can't wait for those. Can't wait for the next one. I already thought of what we're gonna say in the intro. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I'll read the next one. I'm game to do it. All right, I'm yeah. game. Hungry for games. <laughs> Hunger Games. Go Pats. <laughs> <laughs> So which beer won our Hunger Games today? Uh, our Hungry I, for Beer Games. Mm. I'm going to say, and I think everyone's going to agree with me, that the Pecan Pie is, Agree. is the yeah. winner. Mm-hmm. I'm the torn re- between that and the Imperial Wedding Cake Break. Really? I really like it. I, I am disappointed that it, it doesn't taste like a wedding cake, but actually most wedding cakes taste like shit, so I'm not really... I mean, yeah, that was a fine stout, but it doesn't. Def- it, I don't feel like it is that different from other ones. In terms of tasting like the thing it claims to, Pecan Pie all the way. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That, that tastes like, like I don't even really pie. eat pecan pie. It's really but I would sweet. drink the fuck out of that beer. Yeah. All right. I'll, I could agree. Pecan pie is an amazing beer. I'm going to say my second is the cherry blossom one. That I is know not I'm in the minority one. there, but I'm, I'm going I'm to say it. Wrong and proud. <laughs> Nathan? Uh, definitely pecan pie. Definitely. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah. It is. But they're all, I mean, not, some of them weren't great, but they were mostly pretty good. So. Yeah. This was a good, this was a good beer episode. Huzzah! Quick, recover liver for the next one. Uh, well, tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Or follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. And before you go murdering a couple dozen kids, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening and just round up to five stars. Oh. You can also do it after. But, you know, before you're imprisoned for life. And we are now a member of the Hopped Up Network, a network of uh, beer-themed podcasters. So if you like us, you should check them out too. All right, thanks for listening. 